Generation Tech, where two and sometimes three tech nerds from their 20s to their 80s talk about tech. Thank you for joining us on Back from the Brink. I'm Todd Brinker. Uh, we are joined today with my dad, Jack Brinker, and we will join our conversation already in progress. Well, they're automatically live. They're designed to hear what's going on in the room. But uh, with the with the uh, iPods, I have to push the, you know, pull down the control panel and, and tell it to go live. AirPods. Yeah. Um, I. And I don't know what anyway, you're talking about. Push down the control panel, tell it to go live. I never do that. Oh, I just open them up and stick them in my ear. Yeah, but you're only listening to what's being piped of Bluetooth, right? Correct. What if you want to? What if you want to hear what's on the television? I don't understand what you mean. You got AirPods on, and you're sitting there with speakers from your television, but your your AirPods uh, only bring what's Bluetooth. And now you want to hear what's coming out from from the room, or to talk to Elaine without pulling your earpods out of your. Uh, if uh, you if you swipe down the uh, the control panel from the upper right corner on your iPad. Yeah, on my on my um, AirPods Pro, if you pinch the little stick, it goes into the mode where it now uses the microphones in the AirPods to give you the sounds that are around you. So, like, if you're wearing them, uh, so you can do, like, noise canceling where it isolates you from the room, or you can click on that, and then it opens up and gives you what's going on in the room dang, as well. Dang, dang. You know, I knew that, and I didn't do it. That's better. I'm going to try that with the TV, because what what happens with the way I'm talking about is if you push the ear, and you've got the AirPods hooked up to the device, that the bottom is a thing to say, go live. But the problem is, is it introduces enough delay that you can hear from the speakers and then when it actually comes through the AirPod, you know, delayed. Right. Well, so, so it's an unsatisfactory thing. So I'm, a, I, I'm assuming that the ear, just a minute. Uh, see, my, nothing to do with the AirPod is as fast as it is in the hearing aid. It's it's a more expensive device and it's virtually instantaneous. Right. But with with the AirPod, there if anything comes through device and then has to come via Bluetooth, you're you're going to experience delay. Yeah. Well, Bluetooth by nature has a little bit of a of a of a delay in its in in the signal. The, yeah. But that's that's why your answer was the correct one. I need to touch the bottom of the earpod so that it switches to the well, external. Let me let me clarify just to make sure we're on the same page. First of all, only works with the AirPod Pro, not the regular AirPod. That's what I have. It's the Pro. Okay. That's why, and, why I got it. Right. And clicking it once just stops whatever's playing and starts whatever's playing via Bluetooth. Okay? Yeah. Click and hold, and then it gives you like a half a beat, and then it will go give you a little chime sound, and it'll toggle back and forth between sound uh, blocking mode and I can't remember what they call it. Transparency. Transparency mode. Thank you. Yeah, I couldn't remember the name of that. Okay. So you have to yep. click and hold it for a half second or whatever. It's not even a half second, but you got to. 
you know, when I went to, wanted to do that test, I forgot about the transparency thing. I didn't do it right. Okay. Now I'll, I'll try it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'll make a little bit of a difference. Yeah, see, that's that was the deciding factor why I wanted a pro instead of the regular one. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I in fact, I um, I use that a lot. Although I found that what I, I do a lot, at least when, uh, when I, uh, back when I used to coach, um, was um, I would, I tend to play with one, one AirPod in my ear at a time. I don't put both of oh. them in. And so I have oh, one in, right? well, because I'm busy coaching and so I'm talking and conversing with people all the time and I just have some music playing in the background or I have a podcast playing and, uh, and I either pause it or back it up. Yeah. But you have so, to hear, you have to hear what your people around you are saying. Right. Well, and I don't think it would be safe, you know, to, to be isolated completely. I mean, you know, if somebody starts screaming because somebody fell and hurt themselves, I need to be able to hear that, you know, it's a safety issue. Right. Yeah. So, um, so I would never wear you know, well, head, well, headphones any, anyway, on both ears. Yeah. Anyway, the first thing that drove me to the iPod is it annoyed the heck out of me that my hearing aids had a feature in iOS to set up through the accessibility thing hearing aids. Now they're Bluetooth, but they're not treated as normal Bluetooth. Okay. So uh, the computer did not have that accessibility feature for setting up my hearing aids. So anytime I went to my computer. I could not use my hearing aids if I wanted to listen to some songs or something. That's because, weird. So, but the AirPods let me do that. So that uh -huh. was the first solution that, that AirPods provided. Mm -hmm. So, Have you tried using the AirPods with the, um, uh, I don't remember what they call it, but they've got like a, like a live listen mode where your AirPods. That's it. That's it. Live listen. Yeah. Where you can set your iPhone somewhere and then let your AirPods uh, use the mics on your iPhone to, to feed you sound? Yes. Now, now that live listen is a neat feature. If I'm in a busy room or something with my hearing aids on, I can put live listen on my hearing aids and hold my phone over by them so it's like a microphone. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because no, I... on, on live listen, you're not getting it directly into the ear. AirPods, you're you're transmitting it from the from, uh, from the mics on oh. the phone, right? Yeah, actually, I think it blends them. I think you get both, but it but it focuses you on the one. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Now, now all they need to do is give you a really good um, equalizer on that thing, so that you can go in and customize it and boost the specific frequencies that you need, and you won't need ear, uh, hearing aids at all. Well, you know that I looked that up, and it says, "Do you have hearing aids?" And the answer is yes. The AirPods have hearing aids on them. And there are some apps that let you do that. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, they've always been out there, the hearing aid apps for different things. Uh, right. But uh, I haven't played around with that since I have hearing aids. Yeah. But but, but the you're the perfect person is, to play around with it, though, because me playing around with it doesn't do me any good, right? I mean, not that right. I have, like, perfect hearing. Everybody probably has... You know, strengths and weaknesses and different frequencies. I think that's probably a natural variance, but but but, but the issue but the issue is I don't want to have to carry something to put take my, put my hearing aids in, be taking them in and out, and the AirPods. the 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 real difference in the two that's crucial and and why I'm never going to give up my hearing aids is that they're custom fit to my ears, and they don't fall out. Right. The damp AirPods fall out. 
Yeah. Um, and and people have issues with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and people have been complaining about the AirPods, uh, the original ones especially, for years that certain shapes of ears just don't work well. Yeah. So I think a little thing around the back tying them together so if one falls out at least you can you don't yeah don't have to catch it <laughs> yeah which is ironic because that was sort of the whole point was that they did they weren't connected right they were individual pods i, I know because the because the original bluetooth headphones all had a wire running between the two which right. in retrospect makes sense <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, let's go build a, a, a technology so that they can wirelessly sync between each other and, you, and, and send radio signals through our brains to talk yeah. to each other as opposed yeah. to running a wire around the side of the head. And guess what? Running a wire around the side of the head was a better idea. Yep. So yeah. uh, I like my iPods as long as I'm just sitting still. I, I use them in bed at night specifically. Uh-huh. More than any place. Yeah. Well, in the worst case there is if they fall out, you pick them up out of the bed in the morning, right? Right. Right. Well, usually they're right there on the pillow where I'm yep. aware of it. But anyway. Yeah. No, well, I think the AirPods are pretty pretty cool tech. So, yeah. I Hey, I agree. I think uh, we probably have run our course on, on today's talk. But I'm going to suggest something. I started to say it earlier. Um, I think we should try to do this uh, more regularly, you know, instead of just having you fill in when Aaron's not here. And maybe I'll actually remember to hit record next time. Um, well, by the way, why don't you have, when you push record, have somehow it automatically turns on this red light that you can't avoid so that you know you're on the air. And you could set up like a studio, a little sign, on the air, the red light's on. You know, when I first set up the studio, I was thinking about putting something on the outside of the shack, a little light that I would, you know, turn on when I'm re- on when I'm recording. Basically, you need tell, it too. basically, um, uh, you know, a way to tell Elaine, hey, if you want my attention, you know, text me or something. Don't come knocking on the door, uh, because it's funny. She she texts me, but she gets frustrated because I don't I don't respond or didn't recognize that there was a text. And so then she'll come out uh-huh. and knock on the door. <laughs> Just say, "Come on," you know. Or, or I'll hear her putting in the key because it's. I put a um, one of those little uh, keypads that you you put in the code, and I can hear her punching the code. And then I'll hear the the door going as it's opening. You know, the little um, um, yeah uh, lock that I've got there. But yeah, it's. Um, I do actually when I when it's live, it, I have big bold numbers counting the amount of time that it's been on, and it says live now right above it. I just didn't uh, do it and didn't look over there. I have a big screen, like I said, I've got two big screens, and I had to turn all the way to my left, all the way to my left, to notice that I had not hit the stupid button. Um, I was reading an article just yesterday that somebody said that if you have multiple screens, you should stack them. In other words, use your mobile, uh, your your portable computer elevates your big screen above it so that you can sit it in front or just down under it. Uh-huh. And that works far better than left right. And you'll find that you don't have stiff necks from turn all that turning crap, you know? Well, I can turn in my chair too. My 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 chair swivels. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you don't have to turn your neck, you just flip the chair. Okay. Yeah, yeah well. my neck doesn't turn a whole lot anyway. Uh <laughs> but uh yeah, and ironically, right below my big screen, I have a little, uh, like, um, holder for an iPad, and I've got an iPad sitting there because oh. I use the iPad for various other 
fun things like um let's see what's one of them that i do yes yeah. see I, i've never extended my computer screen using my ipad even though i thought well that sounds cool but i i'm not that kind of user yeah i um let's see here we go let's see if we can do this why is it not showing up huh by the way, one of the reasons that I thought I might like a, a newer iPad is they got a real camera on them. My camera is crap. I've never used it, you know. Yeah, they've gotten much, much better, although I think that's more important on the phone than the iPad. But honestly, it should be in both. I mean, why not, right? Especially if you're getting right. the, the iPad Pro, the big 12-inch one. It's like that should have the best camera they can have. In but fact, it's you, always surprised me that they didn't. Right now, it's got the best camera you can buy from Apple. Because it's also yeah. got the LiDAR in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, while I, I, there's a lot of people who use iPads, the standard ones, not the 12-inchers, uh, when they're on vacation as, as their camera. Right. Because that big, big picture is a lot easier to look at. Yeah. You know? Well, they certainly take it with them because when they want to sit and look at their pictures that evening, they can do it on the better screen. But Absolutely. yeah, w- but you're right. When they're out taking the pictures, it's, it's it's funny because it almost reminds me of like the 1800s and the guys using the big sheet film, you know, and they pull the, ca- right. the you know, because they had a big, big screen just like that uh, to look right. at the picture and help frame it and decide what they wanted to do. So, yeah, it's funny how that stuff goes. Tell me, can you hear this drum roll? No, you don't, no, I hear, don't hear anything. Okay, it's. Um, I'm trying to see if it comes in. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it's coming in over the thing, so I don't know why it's not feeding back into the sound of this. Obviously, it's in my mixer, but it's not. Uh, it's not coming through. I don't know. Maybe I got to crank it up a little bit. I don't know. Off, play around with it. I have a soundboard that makes like you know. Um, all different kinds of sounds, applauses and laughs and yeah, the, uh, a rim shot, you know, oh uh, yeah, that kind of sound. It's just got a bunch of sounds on it. And every once in a while, I'll just get goofy and start making those sounds. And I just, uh, curious. I got I don't have it set up for doing podcasting. I have it set up for the radio show. So I have to play around with it and see, uh, how to pipe it in, look at my mixing board and see what, how I, how I mix it in, but something yeah. for another day. So, yep. um, so I guess we're going to kind of wrap it up then. Um, one thing I was going to ask was, like I said, I kind of started talking about it is, would you be interested in doing this like once a week or once every other week? Something like that. Sure. I think as it'd be fun. As long as we got something to talk about. And- yeah. Well, yeah. And I mean, if there's days where there's nothing to talk about, we'll talk about office chairs. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah. we just scratched the surface on, on announcements from Apple. So we can come back and talk about that whole thing again. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. Um, you know, although I probably, I probably need to put something in front of me to jog my memory. It's been, been a while. Right. I, so, yeah. Well, you know, you know what the day you hear it, you're all excited. And then maybe a day or two after I read a few reviews, get other people's perspectives. Uh-huh. But now, it, now it's been a week, and I haven't thought about it at all, you know. So. Right. Well, what I might do is put together, like, a Google Doc and share it to you so you'll get an email, and that'll have, like, topics that we can talk about, and so you can read through that. Yeah. Well, and that way while, we're I, on... while I got you, uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, did you ever 
get a message from me regarding Descript? I sent something out to you, I think. Descript? You, that you sounds, know it sounds vaguely familiar. What, can you refresh my memory what Descript is or what it's... Well, it's, the, it's a phenomenal technology, and you need to get the app. They oh, have yeah. A tri- they have a trial for three hours of where, where you can transcribe uh, audio stuff, and basically to make professional podcasts is one of the principal apps, you know, since you're in the podcasting business. You can now take, uh, do your audio, just record it, and then play right. it back through Descript and edit it real easily because uh-huh. what what the, the the basic feature is an ai supported uh, tr- uh what's the word transcription of the audio okay and and you you start with this mp3 file or whatever audio file you drag and drop it on descript and and then the little panel comes up on the left and it, it asks one question before it starts to work that's important. It, do you want to tag, identi- that is, identify each of the different voices? You know, if you've got multiple people on there. Right. And yeah. So, so you can I, you can post a transcript of your of your uh, podcast, which makes it then uh, searchable. Yes, and and then you can end up with a document thing where if you pull out pieces of that, and you can patch and reorganize it even. It's just phenomenal. You got you got to get the Descript and go into the help file and listen to every one of their tutorial videos. Uh, probably a bit overwhelming beginning, but uh, maybe play with it a little bit first to use the help, uh, the simple help stuff, to, so you know what's on the screen and what's there. But mm-hmm. it's basically an editor, a text editor, that in at the same time uh, there's a way to. I don't remember what the default is, but you really like should look at both the text file above and at the bottom look at the actual uh, audio file that's broken up by time segments and it keep it correlates the two by the by time right and uh it's it's wonderful if if for no other reason than just to go in and say get rid of all of my ahs everybody does it when you're talking you say yeah. ah, uh, ah um yeah you know well, in one swell, one swoop, you know, it uh, like eliminates a hundred to two hundred of those ahs, depending on if it's a fifty, sixty minutes. Now, usually that's the time of, of files I've been working with. <clears throat> what what I do is I listen to a program c- called Call to Communion, which is uh, there's a Dr. David Andrews who asks questions basically. They a- advertise their show as being for Protestants, but as he well knows. He gets people like me who like to find out stuff. He's so knowledgeable on all kinds of details of the Catholic faith that he answers questions that just blow my mind. Mm-hmm. Maybe I've heard, maybe I heard them once in a lifetime when I was a little kid, you know, and 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 forgotten totally about it, you know. But anyway, I transcribed a couple of his programs now that I thought were really had a lot of good information. Uh-huh. Uh, one of them, just so I'd have a text file because I wanted mom to hear it, and she's not going to listen to a 50-minute audio, and I'm not going to be able to search easily and find the spots. So I just made a text, and she'll read it, you know? Right. Yeah, she's so, a reader, not a listener. 
So it has all kinds of applications. And recently, the last version, or maybe they've even updated it once since then, they now uh, will transcribe any uh, recorded uh, uh, Zoom files. So it's got video. Mm-hmm. And so you can, you can edit video, too, uh, the same way as you did with audio. It basically still works with the audio mostly, and the video mm-hmm. comes with that, you know? Yeah. Just tied, well, I'll take a look it. at it. I mean, for a single user, it's $120 a year as a service. They don't sell a piece of software. It's a service, so it's all done online. Uh, well, let, let, if let you want... me... Go ahead. In there, they will tell you the prices. They have several options. Yeah, I'm looking but... at them. I can, you can do monthly, <laughs> oh. month, monthly with no commitment for $14 a month. Or you get it for $10 a month if you do it annually, so $120. Now, they also have a team feature. So if you have multiple people who need to be able to edit and work on it together, then it's uh, $18 per user per month. Or annually, it's uh, $15 per user per month. So that's, what, uh, uh, $180. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, you know, it's... like I said, and, and there's one whole thing in the help file on different uses where they, mm-hmm. you know, sort of summarize all the different kinds of ways people are using it uh-huh. based well, on their feedback. You, so. can, you can go through and uh, have it transcribe and use it as an editor for up to three hours of audio or video. Uh, and um, That's free at the front end. Yeah. It says receive up to 10 hours of transcription each month. So that $10 an hour only gives you 10 hours of transcription. Then you have to pay extra for for more. Yeah. Now, uh, there's a way to renew for free, too. And and I don't re- know exactly how that's, uh, what that includes. But after the free three hours, you get a, a limited set of what can be done. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's number one. That's all totally automatic, you know, which has errors in it. There's none of those things are ever perfect. It all depends on the quality of the audio file you're feeding it. Yeah. You know, uh, and how, but, and, and that was a problem on the last program that I converted from this call to communion program, because for whatever reason, David Andrews was talking a little faster he was getting excited, uh-huh. and, there, and therefore the words kind of got slurred together, so there were a number of spots where I couldn't even make out exactly what he was saying, you know? So you can go in and edit things or ch- correct misspellings, which is the biggest fault with some of these. It comes out gobbledygook if, if it's not understood, you know? Right, yeah, you have to be clear and enunciate, um, you know, I mean, I think when you're doing podcast, well, I shouldn't say that. I was going to say when you're doing podcasting, you've got a little bit higher level of uh, of recording gear and microphones, and maybe a little bit more professional uh, uh, speaker. But that's not always the case. I've seen there are a lot of um, uh, you know people doing it in their living room, um, so yeah. it's not you know. Now, but then there's now, also you, some very highly produced programs out there too. So, but I would guess that anybody who has a nationally national podcast audio yeah. stuff they this would be a necessary thing in order to have quality well you'd actually be surprised because um while there is the ability to go in and put um uh markers on your 
like a, a table of contents on your podcast so that you can jump to specific topics and things. And there's the ability to, um, to change like, you know, there's a, each podcast, there's a piece of built in artwork, but you can actually embed artwork that changes randomly throughout the show so that you can like, if you're talking about an image, you can have a photo or a, a, a you know, a picture right. of a piece of artwork or something pop up virtually no national broadcast takes advantage of any of that. They just put yeah. out the audio file. They, they put it out like it's radio and they don't take advantage of the fact that it's actually a multimedia format and that with the RSS, you can, you can put um, uh, markers that you can jump to so that, and you can put a, a table of, you can embed a table of contents and images. So, I mean, there's a lot of functionality that just is not taken advantage of by a lot of the really big, heavily subscribed to podcasts and the tools aren't yeah. that hard to get to. Well, they, they all have the attitude that I I've gotten by before this capability existed. Why do I need to do it now? Yeah. I have millions of you subscribers know. and I'm making good money selling ads to my podcast. Why should I start doing that? That's just extra right. work and it doesn't get me any extra money. And quite right. frankly, they're right. It doesn't, doesn't get them any extra money. They shouldn't do that unless there's yeah. a reason to, uh, you know, the other one is, for people putting together marketing stuff where you pull out stuff, pieces right. of stuff that are good for marketing and put those together. It really yeah. is a nice demo for that. Right. Well, and I think that you're going to see that there are going to be some people who do podcasts that maybe expand beyond that. Like if you're going to do a podcast uh, that talks about something visual like art or, you know, uh, cake making and you want to see what the, the product or the ingredients look like or a podcast that talks about photography, you want to be able to see examples of those images. Um, you know, you can embed those images in there and have them change and you can, you can set up, um, uh, chapter markers so that people can jump right to that spot and look at it and pause it there, you know? And, uh, if, if, uh, you're going back, like I was saying, I went back and looked at that tech podcast because they had a series of, of episodes where they were talking about their search for the perfect office chair and the ability to go back to the podcast and then go through and scan their table of contents and jump to the chapter right where they were talking about the chair was really valuable to me. Um, But they're one of the few podcasts that actually use the chapter markers and, and, you know, put in the extra production time after they've recorded it to make sure that that information is quickly and easily, easily found. Yep. Okay. Well, I, I think I sent that to you and didn't get any feedback. So I just didn't know if you forgot about it or what. Well, you know what? I have it up on my screen here. I will play around with it and see if it makes sense for me to use. I mean, I, you know, I mean, looking at the cost, it's not that much. I have to say, you know, is it going to save me work? Is it going to create work? Is it something that adds value to the podcast that people would want or not? I don't know. So I just need to play with it a little bit and decide where where it's at. Um, Well, and and they do have the version where you they will actually do the editing for you, and they'll guarantee you know like a hundred percent of what's understandable on the on the audio. So yeah. it's not not just the automated feature. Although I was, that's come a long way since I played with it back when I was working. Uh, so that it it's pretty dang good. Uh, but but then as I said, I found an audio that wasn't that good, and so <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you know, garbage in, garbage out, right? So you got to put quality stuff into it. But uh, they've got a lot of different ideas on how to use their technology. And so, you know, if it um, 
if it makes sense, um, I'll take advantage. But thank you for sharing with this. And I remember when you sent this, and I remember looking at it and saying, I need to look at that at some point. And then I just forgot about it. You know, it's typical. Yeah. Um, well, I, I was the same way. I, I used it back then to do the first text file, and I was just so pleased with it that I sent it off to you thinking, well, you might find the same. Uh, and I didn't use it for a long time. And then I got another program that I said, man, I got to transcribe this, but because mm -hmm. I want mom to read it, you know? Right. So. Okay. Okay. Well, well, um, I will, um, put together like a call sheet for us so that we can talk about this again, or we can, we can pick up some of the same topics that, are, that we hadn't hit on the uh, Apple things. And um, now the one thing is, is normally between um, seven and eight, I'm on air with Aaron. So I might have to start a little bit later. So start like at eight o'clock instead of at seven o'clock my time, which would be instead of 10 o'clock, maybe 11 o'clock your time uh, yeah. if we want to do it. Or we can just pick a different time altogether, you know. Um, but I'm usually busy between like nine and uh, 10 well, basically nine to eleven your time because that's we're on from six to to seven and then seven to eight here. Yeah, well, my my time is uh, used up on a totally random basis, you know, for doctor's appointments or for both mom or I, and uh -huh. and, and occasionally uh, uh, grocery sh shopping. We do that about once every two weeks, maybe. Right. Well, uh, you know what? If we're if we're going to do this like once a week, I mean, I'm not going to try to say let's do it every day because I think that's crazy. Um, but if we were to do it like once a week or so, uh, you know, then we can do it like we can say we'll do it on Mondays or we can do it on Wednesdays or whatever. But then, you know, if you well, have you, something you, going on that day, you, we you, can always move it to a different day. My, my time is more flexible than yours, I think. So you pick a time and then I'll just tell you if I can or can't. OK. Go there. All right. We'll try to try to uh, uh, set a schedule and see if we can do it. All right. Well, thanks for joining me. OK. Have a good day, Todd. You say too. Say to... Uh, Elaine for us. I will do that. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye.